everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we'll be talking about episode 14 from season 3, Mars Bars. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And I'm Simone. Welcome, Simone. Hey, Hello. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. I was just listening to you earlier today on Potential Cast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm going to be everywhere in the next couple of weeks, apparently. <laughs> you're, you're a podcast floozy, too? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, gals got to do what a gal's got to do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to plug whatever you want to plug, guest appearances and your own shows? <laughs> um, yeah, I just recently guested on Potential Cast for the season six premiere, so that would be good, and that's out on iTunes now. And my usual is the Observer Cast, and that is a fringe podcast, like this one. We're up to the second episode of season four. Nice. Very so, nice. Yeah, you know, I hate to admit it, but I haven't listened yet because I absolutely want to rewatch Fringe when I listen. Because some of them, <laughs> like Dexter Cast, I finally started listening to because I was like, I don't really need to rewatch the episodes. Like, I can kind of remember what was happening. So I just started listening. But Fringe, I really want to go back and watch again. So I've been putting it off. Yeah, I was just complaining when we did our wrap up that. When we get to the end of the season, I really can't remember anything that has happened. <laughs> and that's kind of really bad. <laughs> well, you know, Fringe is a crazy world. <laughs> it is a busy, busy show. Lots of things happen. Lots of things get dropped. Yeah. You're not expected and then you're like, to remember wait. everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> What happened to that? Oh, okay. It never came back up again. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Probably kind of how it is with Lost. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's have our episode summary. All right. So we are on season three, episode 14, Mars Bars. When Veronica is released from jail, she is contacted by Josh Berry, who is desperate to prove his innocence in his father's murder. Meanwhile, Keith gets bittersweet news from the county commissioner, and Logan helps Mac and Parker on a scavenger hunt. Can I just say that this episode summary is ridiculous? Because it pretty much, like, skips the first half of the episode and just tells you what happens later. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, whoever writes these is, is... Obviously, uh, a huge fan of the show. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, a plot is uh, gonna be the coach's death. Yes. Okay. B plot, I moved it back, Naomi, is the dean's death. <laughs> and uh, C plot is scavenger hunt of love. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> If you had made that the B-plot, I would have revolted. Like, <laughs> I, I would have just staged a riot right here in my room. It was just the last week, the Dean's death was, like, this little kind of itty-bitty piece that, like, barely came up. Yeah, so. it was still more important than drama. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was so cute. Anyway, um, this episode. <laughs> so, in our A-plot... Uh, first, Lamb questions Veronica, and we find out about those peanut butter cookies. 
summary. <laughs> yes, uh, Simone, uh, in our previous episode, Marie was uh, spoiled us on, on how he actually got out because she thought it was in this oh. in the last episode and not this episode. But we learned it within the first 10 seconds, so <laughs> right. it's not like we were spoiled yeah. on much. <laughs> we love you, Marie. <laughs> Yes, we do. Um, as far as spoilers go, pretty much tiny. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then Keith gets a phone call and goes to visit his daughter in jail. I I think this has got to be one of my um, favorite faucets, uh, facets of Veronica. Uh, you know, all the different you know kind of characters that she plays uh i think this one is is hands down my favorite one that she's ever played it's so entertaining that scene is actually why i picked this episode uh -huh. it's, it's, so it's one of my favorite scenes from the entire series yeah so I, great. I, I think that this might be uh one of my at least top five scenes from the entire series thus far for sure the hair, the tattoo, uh, <laughs> like the whole the, the the whole thing, and the exchange between the two of them is also pretty priceless. Oh my god, her hair! <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about those like half cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I, and I still it. still couldn't figure out what the tattoo was. Like I was trying to make it a My Little Pony or something, but I didn't know if that was right. <laughs> I actually didn't even bother to look that closely. I was too fascinated by her um, her jail accent. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cliff arrives, which makes it even better. Cliff makes everything better. Yes, he does. <laughs> I, I, every episode should have more Cliff. But, but we got, like, everyone in this episode. We had Cliff, and we had Mac, and we had Wallace, and Weevil, and everyone. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think we had pretty much everybody, didn't we? Did we, um, I, was there we anybody? Didn't, we didn't, we didn't have, have backup. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. So, so there was no dick, and I don't know about backup, but yeah. Was Piz so. in this episode? Oh, I, I, I don't know. He's, he's not part of anybody. Oh, okay. Okay. I just, I, I honestly couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he showed I, up, so. I find him annoying, so I don't count him. I see. I, oh, I like Piz. I like Piz just fine, but uh, he hasn't been around for so long now. I forgot he was part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sort of like Mac. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And we also... But I never forget Mac, though. Like, I'm always like, where's right. Mac? Yep. Exactly. Yes, that's always my question, too. <laughs> more I Mac, more Cliff. Mac. Yeah. We also get Vinny, because he was hired to see if Coach Barry was cheating. Also, every episode needs more Vinny, I think. <laughs> <laughs> more Vinny, to... Cliff, and Mac. There needs didn't to be we... a, a Vinny, Cliff, and Mac spinoff. Well, didn't we determine that there was supposed to be a Cliff and Vinny spinoff somewhere along the line? Well, there should be. All the spinoffs. Yeah. Well, actually, let's just have more Veronica Mars. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that could work. Um, then we have Logan coming to visit and take a picture. Oh, my God. Hysterical. 
Loved it. Yes. And you there know, wasn't it, any drama. Yep. <laughs> it was really a bizarre kind of thing, though. Like, one, I mean, I guess he just went there just to take the picture. Yes, I'm guessing. he did. Yes. <laughs> because otherwise, I mean, it's not like the, the, she has any desire to see him or anything like that at this at this particular moment in time. So uh-huh. he literally just went there specifically to take a picture of her behind bars. Mm-hmm. Although it was a really good, like, kind of way to break the tension between the two of them that was so evident in the elevator scene last episode. So, like, she was pretty much just... Veronica behind bars, same as she was with Keith, and he took yeah, the picture. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Okay, so Lamb lets Veronica out of jail, and I hope somebody can do that quote. Uh, um, I, I do have the whole thing. <laughs> Good. You know what I want someone to quote? The entire jail scene. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> because I was writing down so many quotes from it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, just do that. I have something from the very beginning when Keith comes and visits her. Nice. Yes. I, I have Cliff. <laughs> See, between... Does anyone have Wallace? Because my God. Oh. That is, that, yes. Um, that quote I most certainly have. Yeah, that's what I was awesome. actually just about to say, is that um, Wallace is there when Veronica gets let out of jail, and <laughs> I've never understood that before, thank you, Jimmy, that Wallace apparently calls Lamb gay. Yes. I didn't know that's what that meant. Well, now you um, know. And yeah. Knowing the battle. And like the, I'm, see, I'm picturing the more you know with the, the shooting star. <laughs> nice. I, I think I might have said that when we did the, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if I did it or not. But this today I went G.I. Joe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Veronica, you know, gets out of jail and then Josh finds her and has Mason in the trunk of his car. You know, like you do. Right. Yeah. So he's been just like, what, hanging out somewhere near the police station waiting for Veronica to get out? And how long has Mason been in that trunk? This was her house. And they couldn't find him? Like, um, well, uh, again, I, again, I Neptune, Sheriff, Neptune, Sheriff mm-hmm. incompetent. Yeah. I know, but <laughs> what I don't get, and maybe this is like jumping ahead in the scene a little bit, but why wouldn't Mason go on to report his abduction and Veronica's involvement in Thank it you. to the police? Like, it makes no sense to me. And the fact that she agreed to give Josh a fake ID. Yeah, it's, he could have told all of this to the police. Is the gun registered? <clears throat> because if his gun is unregistered, that might cause problems for him. Maybe. Maybe uh, that's maybe. why. Mm, maybe. Though okay. I'm thinking that it was just an oversight. I think it probably was, but let's go with <laughs> Naomi's reason, because you know, hand wave. <laughs> She's very good at those hand waves. That's right. Very good at the hand wave. <laughs> um, so then uh, we find out that the woman seen with the coach that Benny took the pictures of, I kind of skipped that part, but um, was his doctor, and it turns out that he was dying. Which, you know, was sad, I guess. Um, especially since it was going to be an awful and painful death. Yeah. Awful, painful, and expensive. Yeah, the coach was dying. And uh, his wife took out an insurance policy on him, and it very much looks like it was the wife for a while, especially when she's all... Uh, 
shall we say, suspicious much? So, did she know that he was dying? I don't, I don't think so. Think yes. so. Yeah, so, I, I believe so. Because so, the way, why? The way Back she it up. said it was, um, so she got pictures from Vinny, and then two days later, she took out, two days after she confronts her husband with these pictures, she takes out a life insurance policy. So I figured the conversation where she showed him the pictures, she's like, this is what's happening, I'm dying, what can we do to fix this? And she's like, I'm going to die anyway, let's get as much out of it as we can. She did take out the life insurance policy, and why would she have done that if she didn't know something? Uh, I, I mean, guess, yeah, that makes if sense. If she was just mad, then she would have just killed him and not taken out the policy first. But if they knew that, you know, he was going to be dying anyway... And it's all of this medical bills and this and that. And, I mean, he was probably starting to formulate this plan before she showed him the photo. And then he has, like, the assistant coach kill him? What? Yeah. Who is a, who's been a good friend? Yeah. Which Y'all, this was, just... like, the dumbest ending ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... It was just, like, laid out for us, like, exposition style. I just... I can't. It's like, uh, I know. Well, and this is the, and this is the, like, one case that took two episodes to tell. <laughs> right. I, I feel like they had to stretch it out way too far. Um, but the thing I think would have made it better, it, maybe not better, but, um, more pull out your heartstrings possibly, is since the assistant coach did look like Josh, if Veronica, after Josh fled the country, found out that actually Josh did kill his father, like it was all planned out and everything and his father made him do it or whatever, but like I think that would have made it better. Uh, I don't know. I... I think yeah. that's asking a lot from <laughs> from a college-age kid. And so I, I think the idea of him stepping up and taking the blame um, because of how things fell out, but I, I, don't, I don't think that he would have stepped up and done that. Well, uh, you know, you never know. But, but then again, I have a hard time just poking people to get blood, so, and that's, like, something <laughs> I have to do for health, so I... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and why couldn't they think of, I mean, rather than putting the guilt on somebody else that someone is killing you, if you're going to do it, then commit suicide. But that wouldn't get the life insurance policy. Right. But couldn't he have made it still look like someone killed him, even if he did it himself? Mm, that gets tricky. I mean, if <laughs> death looks like a suicide. We, we've seen that. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the execution of this whole plan is not actually very good. Um, I, I have a question. Maybe one of y'all will know. So do insurance policies, can you really buy them where they pay out more if the person's like murdered? Like that seems like a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> um, what, did, what, what did they call it exactly? It was... Uh... It wasn't like unnatural, but it was, it was like something like that. It, it was, was like accidental death. Accidental, yeah. Uh, oh, death, double payout. 
The FBI I, is going to be showing up at Jimmy's doorstep <laughs> any moment now. Uh, so, is that illness a real thing? Because the words sound kind of made up. I think it is. Was it like Kretzberg? Jakob Kretz. Jakob Kretz. I can't Jakob. even say it. So, yeah, Kretz. C R E something, yeah, something like that. I can't say it because it's like, so it was. It was probably the names of the people who discovered it or the first person to die from it. So, I think it is a real disease, though. Now that Jimmy's on planet Zowie, maybe I'll go there too. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Planet Zowie time, y'all. Accidental death can be added as a rider to a traditional life insurance plan to pay out double death benefit in loss of life due to an accident. Damn! AKA double indemnity. That's that's the word that they were using. Oh my god, I feel like I need to talk to, like, the insurance companies and tell them this is a bad idea. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay, Kritzfeld-Jakob disease is a form of brain damage that leads to a rapid decrease of mental function and movement. A degenerative neurological disorder that is incurable and invariably fatal. So yeah. It does not sound fun. No, it does not. And I think he may have made the right choice to off himself, but... Yeah. It's pretty sad. It is, yeah. Um, So Veronica ends up actually helping Josh get the coins, um, only because she thinks they're not going to be there when they go and get them. Um, and then he finds the video and finds out about his dad, and then he flees the country. Blah, 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 blah. So, so I, I want to know, so the dude who actually helped him kill himself, the dude in the video, Mm -hmm. uh like, why didn't they, why didn't they just be like, uh, he did it? (laughs) (laughs) Throw him under the bus. (laughs) It was him. I mean, like, like, uh, not to be, you know, uh, he's like a, a, is he, he, is he, is he in, and he's in college, so he's like a 20-year-old, 19-year-old, 18-year-old no, no. kid. Wait, who are we talking about? The son. Okay, yes, the uh-huh. son. Who now has to flee the country, and, um, who, who, who has to flee the country and live off of $10,000 in rare coins for the next at least <laughs> three years. <laughs> but it doesn't doing... make sense because the statute of limitations on murder doesn't ever expire. So insurance like fraud. No, but the insurance oh, okay. it's the insurance that will so he has the proof that he didn't kill him. So he just has to wait the three years until the uh till the insurance can't people can't take the money back. And then he can come back and say, "Here I am." And uh, by the way, my dad killed himself. Here's the here's the proof. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Um, On ten thousand dollars, he has to do this. Right. It's <laughs> not really a lot of money. I mean, no. I just want him some money. Maybe. I could totally do it. Well, he is um, he's going to Mexico. Ten thousand dollars in three years. I oh man, I could blow through ten thousand dollars in Mexico in like two weeks. Like <laughs> okay. Hard. The, the, you and I have two totally different mindsets. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi's like, I could do that. <laughs> I, I could make that last like 
I'm sure I could make that last five years. Like, I could do it. Yeah. I will accept that challenge. Someone give me $10,000. <laughs> Someone hand it over. I'll do it. It's going to be like uh, like Naomi Survivor style. Here's $10,000. We're going to follow you around with the camera crew and see how you last for the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Um, B-plot. So we find out, well, we don't because we already knew, but Keith finds out that uh, Mel Stoltz visited the Dean the day that he died, and the Dean was out of Xanax. Uh, yeah, and he didn't have time to pick it up. Mm-hmm. But so, his prescription was filled. Why is this Mel Stoltz person all of a sudden uh, showing up on my radar all the time? Because <laughs> he's the cigar-smoking man. Right, uh, that much I remember. <laughs> like, he's the cigar dude. He was in the last episode, now he's in this episode. It's like they're trying to um, make sure that we notice Thanks him. about him. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't want to think about this guy? Um, uh, I'm saying that he's the Terrence of this season. Uh, like the, the, the red herring? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that's safe to say, uh, but you know, they're painting him with like heavy coats of red. And what do you think they did with Terrence? Do you remember last season, or did you try to black it from your they mind? They poured the red on Terrence. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I might, I just probably blocked it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Landry's phone was bugged, and he. Uh, comes to ask Keith about this. Now, we never did find out who actually bugged his phone, right? In the TA. Just saying. Well, obviously. I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, I, I'm going with Tim the TA, but I was just making sure that we didn't actually... We never found out the it answer. It wasn't so. Keith, and it wasn't Veronica. Okay. Right. Yeah, so it was Tim the TA. Tim the TA is in deep trouble. <laughs> a bit of a shifty character yes he is um and then Keith takes the evidence to Lamb that he has about Dean O'Dell and Lamb actually like accepts it and calls in and questions Mindy O'Dell oh my god yeah. he's doing his job wow you know why right because he's gonna die. <laughs> so we'd feel like warm towards him. Basically, I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The one. The, the one time he starts to step up and do his job. <laughs> <laughs> he eats bread. <laughs> okay. We're gonna have to discuss no. that line when we get to it because I don't quite understand what we're. On there. I don't get it either, Simone, so I'm looking okay. forward to discussing that. When you go through the idea of when you are dying, your brain just starts firing off random nerves. And I mean, that's why people say, like, in a near death situation that they've seen their life flash before their eyes, your brain is scrambling to try to figure out what is happening to you and how to get out of it. So it is literally going through every portion of your life trying to figure out some time that you were close to what was happening. So the fact that he's dying, his brain is just going nuts and throwing out random things 
it could have triggered the sub center. It could have just pulled out this weird thing and he smelled bread. And like well, that and was... when people have a stroke, they'll say yeah. that they smell toast. I was totally expecting him to say something like, I smell bacon, because, you know, I smell bacon is totally something that Veronica Mars does. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, still in the breakfasty area. Yeah, so I kind of wonder if it was well, like it's... a hint at that, where you're supposed to expect him to die because of what he said. So apparently, phantom smells, also known as olfactory hallucinations, or fan. Phantosmia. Phantosmia. P-H-A-N-T-O-S-M-I-A. Say it. Somebody else. Uh, Can result from a wide variety of conditions, which uh, many of which affect the brain, specifically specifically that area of the brain. So it's for uh, head trauma or brain trauma. Okay. So like getting hit in the head twice with a baseball bat? Yeah, that could do it. Yeah, like that. (laughs) Okay, uh, Veronica figures out, because of the um, delay of the Clippers game, I think it was, that Mm -hmm. Space Ghost was not on at 2.30 the night the Dean died. It was on at 3.30. So the time of the murder is an hour off, then. Mm -hmm. Yep. That seems to be a theme in this show. Yes, they like to play with the time (laughs) of death, don't they? (laughs) Lily's murder was an hour off. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I believe the same was... reasoning is how we found out as well, wasn't there? Like, it was because of the traffic cam on Lily's yeah. murder yeah. that, uh, because the timestamp was like after she was supposedly already dead. Yeah, because she ran a red light or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. No. The the thing. The only thing that I thought of when that came up was, you know, she's like, Channel Nine runs their regular programming an hour later, and I'm like, why couldn't Fox do that with Firefly? And. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only season of baseball I ever watched, y'all. <laughs> I watched every one of those stupid games waiting for Firefly to come on. Just like, and then it was like 2 o'clock baseball. in the morning or something. Uh, yeah. Part of me is glad that I didn't know about Firefly when it was originally airing. I know, that way me I too. didn't get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, thinking, same. So. so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they uh, get the Dean's keyboard, and Steve Batondo's fingerprints were on the Dean's computer. You know, I will never remember what his name is. <laughs> Steve Batondo. Uh, yeah, it's like they mentioned they mentioned his name when we were doing the commentary, and I was like, "Who's that?" And then, and then we were like, oh, Richard Grieco. And I was like, oh, yeah. I watched it again today while I was taking notes. And they were like, Steve Boyton. I'm like, who is Who's that? that? I, was like, I was like, should I know that name? <laughs> no. <laughs> if they just say his real name, you wouldn't have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> this uh, is the only name that I remember. <laughs> in, in, like, that whole Mindy and Cyrus and... Landry scenario. It's just, it's always only the name I remember. Who's Mindy? Who's Cyrus? What? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus is Megley Jr. and Mindy is Mrs. Odell. Okay. We what don't know. Happened, what, whatever happened to Wallace's hot teacher? 
Wallace oh, is man. Scott's teacher. Oh, man. That was awesome. The engineering oh. professor. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, where? Who? What? That we saw oh. for like half an episode once. Yeah, yeah buddy. He yeah. married Miss Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, nice. he, he was super hot, so I'd like to see some more of him. If he and Miss Dead could come back for the finale, that would be great. <laughs> oh, my God. I always love they're off raising all the kids that Miss Dent kidnapped. That's right. <laughs> and she had one, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Her official, her official uh, reason for leaving was uh, was maternity leave or something. Uh-huh. Yes, it was. All right, so uh, they bring in Batondo, and he says that he's being set up, and Cliff comes in to represent him. No, but the funny thing is, like, well... I don't think he's the one getting set up. I think he's just, like, a catalyst. Well, obviously, because I still think that that the person that's getting set up is uh, Landry. But that's besides the point. We're not there yet. Well, and we never figure out how his fingerprints actually did get on the Dean's computer, which I'm a little curious about. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh... Does, has Tim the TA ever had any contact with Richard Grico? <laughs> okay, remember. so Dean Odell's son somehow took Richard Grico's fingerprints, got them to Tim the TA, who then put them on the Dean's computer. Okay. Did they cut off his hands to do this? They just they <laughs> no, raised them off of like a glass at the house. Like I feel like I've seen that in a movie. Uh-huh. Or something yeah, yeah. National National Treasure. Um, Nick Cage uses a condom to get the fingerprint off the glass. Oh. Totally awesome. All right. There we go. That's how it happened. All right. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and I, I could totally see them like, okay, we only need the one fingerprint because he's just going to be there going, G O O G. We don't need all five. We don't, we don't need all the fingers. Just get the one. We're good. That's right. Um, <laughs> so I love it when Cliff comes in to represent him because he's like, do I know you? And he's like, no, I just have one of those faces <laughs> <laughs> because he saw him in Keith's office when they were pretending that it was like a casting call. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God. I forgot all about that. And Cliff was doing his awesome radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's a nice well- call back. Well, but at least he uh, at least he was able to get him off quickly. <laughs> yeah, he was like a hundred yards out of jurisdiction or something. <laughs> yeah, Cliff is really a good lawyer. I know. Seriously, you would think that he'd be making like that. He would be like the best paid lawyer in uh, I almost said in Sunnydale in Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would be the best paid lawyer in Sunnydale. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so they get a call, and after Batondo has been let go, and he is again in the Odell house, so Lamb goes after him, and Oh, uh, you know what? His, his fingerprints must be all over that house. <laughs> That's where they got them. The kid lifted them from, like, you know, yeah, it's fine. Sorry. Well, yeah, he's constantly in there trying to steal things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not before the dean died. No. Well, yeah, because before the dean died was when he they they 
basically kidnapped him, right? Yeah. And, and made him, like, give up his liver or whatever he had to give up. <laughs> I think it was a kidney. Wasn't uh, it a kidney? I thought it was bone marrow. Oh, it was bone yeah, marrow. I don't even know. I knew it was, like, some internal thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and so, where, yeah. Where, where did they keep him? Did they keep him in that house? No, it was at some hospital that Mrs. O'Dell's uncle worked at or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can tell you you can tell that that storyline uh, really is in the forefront of my brain. Well, so is Steve Batondo. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then Lamb meets his demise. Okay, like okay, the guy was mostly incompetent, but like I liked to 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 dislike him. I didn't hate him, but it was like uh... <laughs> So did anyone see this coming or y'all were shocked? Totally I shocked. I was shocked. I mean I knew it was coming, so I, I wasn't shocked, but <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy was spoiled. Oh, okay. On this one. Um yeah. I, I think just, Malika I, was... said something during the commentary, though, when he was, like, going up the stairs. She's like, he's going to die. Like... She did. She predicted it. Like, prophecy. <laughs> like of course she does. She, she's Malika says everyone queen. is going to die. Well, sometimes she's right. <laughs> <laughs> she's right more often than, than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, like, I think about it, I'm like, of course someone had to die this season. I mean, someone that we've known for a while, because, like, no one that we've known for a while has died, you know, outside of the actual cases mm-hmm. right. the season. So someone but, was bound. But he was fired. Yeah. From Veronica Mars. That's, I mean. Oh. Yeah. All right. I had no idea. That's... Yeah, yeah. He uh, apparently had some... Um, very bad attitude problems, and um, he had been—I forget which part it was—but he was up for some some part in a pilot season, and and he was being uh, impossible to work with because he thought he was going to be the new star of some new pilot, and so they were like, <laughs> "Fine, go there, you go, go do your pilot," and then he didn't get it. Oh. So yeah. that's what I read, anyways. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, in the next scene, you guys all thought that Weevil was going to die this episode, too, because... Oh my god, I totally... They were sure he was going to blow up, Simone. (laughs) You send an old guy and a minority character into a dark place. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't have got to that point. But my Weevil... No, I I don't want him... Either they both were going to die, or the old guy was going to die, and Weevil was going to get blamed for it. <laughs> well, I believe that, so, yeah. Well, it was, you know, there was all that stuff that was, like, leaking onto the floor, and I was mm-hmm. like, is that gasoline? Is that oil? Is that, is there fire nearby? Are they going to blow up? <laughs> but they didn't. It was very intense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> considering considering how how intense the scene wasn't, we were really intense. <laughs> it really were. It was a really good commentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what they uh, what they actually find down there is a bag of clothes, 
Wah, wah, wah. Don't I mean, you know, bloody clothes. So. Right. Bloody clothes. That's something. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> And then clothes that now have Weevil's fingerprints on them, and Weevil is the one who found <laughs> I mean, of course, because like Weevil's gonna wear a fancy shirt and shoot the Dean and then hide the shirt and whatever. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what Weevil would do. Yeah, I mean, you gotta find the shirt because then, like, <laughs> you don't want to make it easy for everyone to suspect you. Yeah, what if somebody <laughs> else finds it? That's like the same reasoning when uh when you guys decided that Mrs. Fennell killed Lily and she moved to Neptune to cover it up. <laughs> that was me, I think. I'm pretty sure that was my theory. <laughs> They'll never suspect me if I move to town. <laughs> I never said my theories were okay. good. <laughs> they are very entertaining though, I will definitely give you that. And I kept saying, they're like, oh, this person is the new journalism teacher. She must have done it. And this person is the new this. They must have. And I'm like, what about the people who are leaving town? Why don't we yes. like them instead? And Jimmy's like, no. And Malika's like, backup did it. <laughs> I'm the super violent guy who's currently living in town. Yeah. Yeah, we, we haven't met yet. That's true. He didn't come in for a few episodes, so. You know, Malika couldn't predict it was him until he actually showed up. <laughs> oh I don't God. know. Malika could have been like, so Logan has to have parents somehow. Obviously, it's it. his father. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now Keith is sheriff. And um, the bloody shirt yeah. that was found was Professor Landry's. Oh, it was Professor Landry's. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I must have uh, zoned out on that part. I was too busy, like, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> <laughs> so how does Keith automatically become the sheriff? Because that's what the phone call from the county commissioner was about. So they don't have to vote for a new sheriff? He's or like, like an interim. He's like an interim sheriff. They will have to. They, there yeah. will be an election for the new sheriff, but in the interim, so, somebody had to step in, and the commissioner can appoint whoever he wants, I guess. Uh -huh. Sort of like Lamb was when Keith got um, his vote of un unconfidence and what, whatever. Not. What's the yeah, word I'm looking for? I, uh, no confidence. No. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like when they said he was unfit to be sheriff or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, he's solving all the crimes in town. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just assumed that like it would transfer down to the next police officer in line. Like Deputy Sachs? Yeah, Deputy Pornstash <laughs> would be the next Sheriff <laughs> Pornstash. <laughs> sheriff okay, Pornstash. I missed it. I missed the scene. So Lamb went and and said, Okay, we'll confiscate all of Dino Dell's stuff and run it for Prince and blah blah blah. Weevil was the one who went and got the computer and he calls Sachs Magnum. Like <laughs> yeah. there's it's not enough to quote uh -huh. but I felt that it needed to be commented upon. <laughs> yeah he did. Absolutely. All right, we ready for C plot. Bring it on. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. Okay. Um 
Y'all, I love the C plot. Whatever. I also I love the C plot. <laughs> Me too. And I am a love shipper, but I love the C plot anyway. Um, so Logan takes Mac her wireless card, which is actually why he had to go to the jail in the first place, because otherwise there would be no reason for him to be anywhere near these people. So, uh, he takes the wireless card to do Veronica a favor. And then they, um, is it borrow him? <laughs> yes. Uh, let, let me look, let me I, check I, my I know quotes. because I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yes, borrow. Mm -hmm. So, so obviously we have another quote in common. Mm -hmm. I also have that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then it's a Valentine's Day scavenger hunt. Yeah, the Valentine's Day part of it was a bit much, but, um, but all in all, I think that scavenger hunt is a good, uh, it's always a good time. Every show mm -hmm. should have a scavenger hunt here and there. Yeah. Yep. Especially one like this. Because they have to uh, do a pose um, from the, it's called the Indian Sukra, which... Basically is the Kama Sutra, exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very sexy. And did you guys notice that uh, when Logan and Parker were getting ready to do the pose, he was like... I'm not going to say it. I don't know what it okay, is. Okay, thank you. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> because I'm looking at it on my notes. But he's like... Uh, I can't say it. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he basically knows what the other pose that they are doing is. Because they're uh -huh. doing the one that they're supposed to be doing wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's not that one. It's this one. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, Logan and his Kama Sutra. <laughs> I wish we'd seen more of it. <laughs> yeah, the pictures were fun. Okay, so chest. Fun tangent. So the, the positions part is only like one quarter of the Kama Sutra. There's actually a lot more to it that does not involve like sex. So when people are like, "Oh, the Kama Sutra," he 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 he, and. I sort of bang my head and be like, no. Wait, what's the rest of it? It's <laughs> relationship advice. Like, the Kama Sutra oh. is all about the idea of relationships. So I love the pictures and the guy, like, at the radio station getting the pictures. <laughs> and it was fun. And it didn't end up where you guys thought it was going to. Oh my god, the whole time. Every picture they <laughs> took, we were like, Veronica's going to see these pictures and she's going to get the wrong idea. <laughs> like we care what she thinks about Logan or something. I never said that, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, everybody I, else I, was. I thought it for sure. There was that scene at the end there where she saw them in the cafeteria and was like... Yeah, but it was just kind of a little moment, you know. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a big deal or anything. Give her credit. She could have tasted Parker if she wanted to. <laughs> That's right. she See? <laughs> She's growing. <laughs> anyway, their next task is to go and buy some condoms. And make balloon animals! <laughs> well, I'm not sure if the balloon animals were actually part of the... Of it, or if they just sent that as extra. Right, yeah, I'm not sure either, but that was great. Now, I know that, um, I know the clerk actress, the, the pharmacy clerk, the actress playing that role, I know her, and I, I 
I don't know if it's like from Buffy or Angel or something. I think maybe she was the um, too. the person in like Anne, the season three premiere of Buffy. Oh, uh, maybe. The, I think that's her. Could be. Or she was the person who was <laughs> poisoning the high school in earshot. I don't know. She She's in there somewhere. Like I don't know. The actress has been around in a lot of different things, so it's hard to hard to pick where I've seen her because it's mm-hmm. a lot of things. But I was shooting for a specifically weed and related show, and I think it might be Buffy. Well, did, did you try and look it up on IMDb? No, I'm, doing I'm not that. allowed. To, I'm not allowed to I'm IMDb. Doing that so. right now, my technolo- technology has been a little bit crappy lately and if I'm on Facebook and do other things then the entire thing shorts out and I can't get back onto the internet for like ages so I try not to do two things at once anymore on anything I own. Are <laughs> oh, oh, you can... Australians and your and, and, and your um, terrible internet access? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true. I've been there. The internet was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just my my specific. Yep, lunch lady. She was in earshot. Ah, good job, Simone. She was in there somewhere. I would have. I seriously, like, it didn't even register to me. I was too busy looking at the giant condoms. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're shocked, or because no, won't continue. That's. (laughs) <laughs> I I just having um, having thoughts in my head. Ocean <laughs> related. You missed the the episode where I was going on and on about condoms, but the and I was like, oh, this is a point where I could bring up. Okay, so I'm going to side tangent again. Um, yeah, so he's like, it's a curse. There is actually a website that, um, and I can like find, if anyone is super interested, I can find it and link it, but where you can print out a guide um, because most of the time when guys claim that it's, you know, that they don't fit, it's not width or anything. It's the girth of the band. And this website lets you print out um, measures that conform to the standards that different condom companies make. So you can find out exactly which size you need by which maker. Okay. I have to cut you off there because we only have a half an hour. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Logan and Parker swim out into the cold ocean to get the balloon off the buoy. Of course they do. (laughs) But you you really didn't get to see it. I guess you did after when they were all dripping wet. That was good. I I, I love that she's just like making fun of him. Yeah. I just have I, my 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 comment here is Logan and Parker sitting in a tree, fuzzy chest, fuzzy chest, yay, yay, yay. <laughs> Jimmy, Logan and Parker swimming in the sea, fuzzy chest, fuzzy chest, fuzzy chest, fuzzy chest. <laughs> nice. Um, they get back to claim their prize, and they got third place. Oh. And Logan can go and eat at the Neptune Grand Restaurant. But but Parker, uh, not Parker, uh, Mac takes it, right? She, she rips <laughs> yeah. it right out of his hand. Yeah. Well, as she, she should. Like, she was like, I'll be taking that. <laughs> no kidding. He gets room service there every day. 
<laughs> and he keeps their salt and pepper shakers. He gets all the room service. Yes, he does. No one else can have room service because Logan. Right. And so do we... Yes. Oh, sorry. No, go oh, ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to mention, do we talk about Mac and her? And and, her, and her nameless boyfriend? Hello? Okay, nameless yeah, boyfriend? I, Bronson. Looks like that, young Val. Yeah, Bronson? Or... I, I was calling him Val Kilmer because he looks like that young Val Kilmer. <laughs> he really does. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I had him as nameless so, boyfriend. I didn't so know. happy. I, I literally have Mac and cute nameless boyfriend bang. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just officially call him nameless boyfriend. I feel okay. like we can all that just can agree on his, this. That can be his <laughs> nameless name. <laughs> yeah, I had that down as Mac and Bronson crash or bang. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a crash bag? <laughs> so crash yeah, they were cute. To me, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I see you, Dave Matthews. <laughs> I hear it. Whatever. Okay. Alright. Are we ready for quotes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Simone, you are first. I've just got the one, so yay. <laughs> This is Veronica, and I'm going to do my best to give as much enthusiasm as she did, but it might not be that good, because I'm not as good an actress as Kaybell, so let's do this. Yo, Pops, check it out. This, ain't, this girl ain't going to be nobody's bitch. You better recognize. <laughs> yeah. awesome. I'm all. I just sound like a really stupid white girl trying to be cool. <laughs> Doesn't work. None of us sound cool. It's fine. No. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, so I'm gonna go go with the whole scene here. That starts with Cliff, <laughs> who wants out of jail. Adieu, adieu. <laughs> and, then, and then Lamb to Wallace. I know you from somewhere, Wallace. Yeah, you told me to go see the wizard and ask him for some guts, Lamb. Well, did you? Wallace, yeah, said to let you know you're the only sheriff in America he considers a true friend of Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> Gay! <laughs> and you will never know. Um, Cliff, anyone want to know what I think? Fine, I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this sight would be more traumatic for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna go with the one that we mentioned before, and I'm so glad nobody took it. Parker, Logan, can we, like, borrow you? Logan, will I be returned in my current pristine condition? <laughs> hey, Simone, you oh. got another one? No, just the one. Naomi? Wait, that's wrong. That's splitting of the bamboo. Show me the picture again. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Keith. Honey, why is there a pistol in the freezer? V, because there's this guy, see? And I want to put him on ice. Because revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> Isn't there one more? Yeah, I'm... Um, there? Something about yeah. murder in the 28th degree. Yeah, there was uh -huh. one more. 
Oh, yeah, but she but she slipped out of the voice by then. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you did that one because I wanted to write it down, but I was kind of in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I have one more. Um, his plan was to take advantage of my kindness. That was Veronica. Then Keith says, it's got to be the first time that's worked for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, um... This, this is an exchange between Lamb and Mrs. O'Dell. <clears throat> it was pretty late. Don't you think he would have been tired after all your activity? Mindy. <laughs> I guess some people have stamina. <laughs> and just Lamb's face after that. I was like, okay. That is cool. I can do another Lamb one because it's an easy one to remember. <laughs> Did Go you call me it. dumb? <laughs> 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 oh, good stuff. Uh, I can skip that one. Uh, anybody else got more? I don't. All right, well then I'll just do the last one. I ha I have two more, but I'm gonna skip one and I'm just gonna go to this one. I smell bread. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Okay, now it's time for feedback, and we have two voicemails. <coughs> Woohoo! Our first one is from Malika. Here we go. Hi guys, it's uh, Malika. I'm not there, so um, well, here I am. Um, this episode, oh, this episode. I'm so excited to leave feedback for this episode. Um, I loved it. Uh, Veronica in jail with the tattoo, and Keith visiting her, and. Um, the cool-ass cornrows, and I just really need to know who did her hair and tattoo. I mean, I want that person in jail next to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved the Logan um, Parker stuff. I ship them hard right now. I just, it was so nice to have some levity and happiness going on and seeing that um, devilish smile that we've been missing for so long. Um, I know that, you know, Veronica's going to be super butthurt about it, but whatever, you know roll with the Veronica, go find someone new. Um, <laughs> but actually, I'm afraid she will. Uh, so that was great. That was great. Um, A-plot, <laughs> this is, uh, it's whatever. You know, like, I, I almost forgot what it was. <laughs> that dude, and he didn't kill his dad, and his dad killed himself, and his assistant coach helped, and that stupid exposition you know, video with a guy who couldn't act. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that, that, you know what? That didn't even deter me. Um, because, oh my gosh, I'm devastated. Um, they really got me on this one. Um, Liam. Yeah. Really got me on that one. Um, I am glad Keith is a new sheriff. I don't know, but I'm really unhappy that, um, they killed him off. So, um, I, really, really love this episode. Um, I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten chewy caramel centers. Um, <laughs> who killed the Dean? It's got to be his son with Tim the TA. Um, I think they're having an affair. Um, <laughs> Tim the TA planned the perfect murder and planted all the stuff for Professor Landry, is it? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's in on it. He's a mastermind and you know, I don't know. I just like the fact that um, the dean's son did something. 
and then there's a bunch of people who we keep on seeing pop up, you know, over and over again. This, so maybe they were just something on it too. Maybe just everybody didn't kill Ladine. Let's go with that one. Malika, um, <laughs> that's cheating. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah, that, that everybody killed. You the can't dean. say everybody and be right. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, um, this is not murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> Thank you. All well, right, it is, and then I'll be very upset. Right. <laughs> All right. Now we have one from Paul Mackey. Here we go. Hey, it's Paul Mackey from Freezer Room. So Mars bars. I was never much of a fan. Give me a nice Snickers any day. <laughs> that wasn't all that funny. So, goodbye Richard Grieco, goodbye Michael Muni. I think I mentioned before I'm not fully re-watched on the series, so I'm operating from a lot of vague memories of the first run. I had been thinking that Lamb got redeemed a bit before the events in this episode, but to my mm-hmm. surprise, the man was a tool up until he died. <laughs> I realized my fond memories were actually of Mike, Michael Muni himself, when he graciously guested on Neptune Pirate Radio. Uh-huh. Now, I can't recall if it was Neptune Pirate Radio where I heard about the last words, where they came from. Uh, a lot of people say that when someone has a stroke, they smell toast. I don't know if that's really true, but it has nothing to do with this line. Apparently, there's an episode of MASH where a young soldier lies dying, and Winchester asks him what he's experiencing. The soldier says, I smell bread, and dies. Ken Levine, the MASH writer on that episode, said the line was a throwaway meant to bewilder Winchester and have no other meaning. So, I was wondering, will you guys miss Don Lamb, Tool as he might be? Mm. Yes. Yes, oh, we will. Huh. Yeah. I totally missed the MASH connection. Oh my I God, had that's... never heard that before. That's That's cool. really cool. Yeah. You know, it it makes me sad because now I have no Michael Muni in my life. Like, I I had, you know, I had him on on Young and the Restless, and he got fired. (laughs) And then I I was like, well, he's gone from Young and the Restless, but I still have him in Veronica Mars. And then he got fired from that, too, in the past. (laughs) (laughs) You can follow him on Twitter. (laughs) I do. He replied to me once. Sorry, he doesn't. He's... You know, good with that if he you is. really want to watch him. Yeah, we were discussing last episode. He's, or I guess during the commentary or after the commentary, um, he's really good with the fans, but apparently he's not so good to work with. <laughs> yeah. Worth ethic dicey people skills good. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So now we have some feedback from Facebook. Oh, Facebook, Facebook. I'm first, I'm first. Harold says, <laughs> uh, Lamb's death was a surprise. I didn't see that coming. It seems that the ex-husband didn't kill the dean. The ex-husband? Wait. Batondo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it seems that Richard Grieco didn't kill the dean, so he killed Lamb for what reason exactly? Just He's crazy. Great. What a contrast between fathers. The coach who ends his life early to support his family versus the guy who ends Lamb's life early because he is angry that he was tricked into saving his son's life. <clears throat> Good for Mac to get banged before the series ended. <laughs> Looks like Logan... <laughs> Looks like Logan isn't as picky as Piz and, and, as he feels that Parker is an acceptable Veronica replacement. Whatever happened to Piz... I thought he would have a bigger role this season. I did too, actually. 
All right, Ray says, this episode is awesome. I have to say that this only this is only my second time through season three, and I think it gets a bad rap in the fandom, mostly I think due to the rape plot that opened the season. But I really think that Dean's murder has been a very strong mystery, and it took some really cool turns in this one. But I'm getting ahead of myself, because I want to say that all the stuff with Veronica in jail at the beginning of the episode is so great. All of her jail, jail cliches are so funny. Even Keith thinks it's funny once he knows that Lamb doesn't really have anything to charge her with. As for the mystery of who killed the coach, I thought it was well played out with a lot of twists. Josh didn't help his case by acting, by acting super crazy, <laughs> but I like that Veronica dropped some of her cynicism and believed Josh does, didn't do it. For an A-plot mystery on this show, which aren't always great, I thought this one was pretty decent. As for the Dino Dell plot, now that we know the murder actually happened at 3.30, it looks like Mindy is off the hook. But I think the big question is, who bugged Landry's phone and why? One small nitpick is that there is no way that the Clippers game would be on the same channel as Space Ghost. One of the newbies is shocked by Lamb's death as I was the first time I watched it. You know Michael Muni did a good job because I hated Lamb, yet was still mad that they killed him off. Such conflicting feelings. Also, I think Keith wearing the sheriff uniform early in the season was a little bit of foreshadowing. It will be interesting to see how the dynamic of the show changes, with Keith no longer a PI, but now sheriff. As for the scavenger hunt, Mac is adorable, and I'm really happy to finally get to see her, with, see her happy with a guy, and able to move on from what Beaver did to her. Her and Bronson, did, her and Bronson seem really good for each other. As for Logan Parker getting closer, I'm not sure I really care for that. I think there's been too much Veronica Logan melodrama this season. I like the way it was more background in the first two seasons. And boy, did Parker's hair grow back very fast or what? That's not her hair. It's a wig. It's a really, really good wig that at lasts through Hold swimming it. through the ocean. And I mean, you know, she, that, that, that wig is glued tight. <laughs> and we didn't mention this at the scene, but I really like the fact that um, Max still kept the sheets pulled up to her chin, and so she was vulnerable, but yet still protecting herself. I thought that was a very good acting choice. Um, next, we have from Beth. Keith and Veronica have spent so much time at the police station that her behind bars seems kind of normal, like a warped sense of humor. Oh, like a warped sense of home. I'm sorry. Maybe I should put my glasses on before I read. <laughs> we did scavenger hunts in college, and I remember them being a good time. It was a fun side story. What an end of episode shocker. All the men in power are dropping like flies these days in Neptune. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we ask the question. Who killed the dean? Tim the TA. <laughs> yeah? Nothing Anybody else? else? Yeah. Yeah. Going, uh, I, I agree I, with that. I mean, I've gone through, I've gone through, the, you know, and maybe Lynn, Lynn, Lynn Eccles helped him. Because Lynn Eccles <laughs> will, will always be part of my series because where is she? She's not dead. She's floating in the Pacific somewhere on her lips. <laughs> okay. Anything else there? No. Yvette? Yvette, are you there? No. <laughs> this, this isn't Yvette Sorry, y'all can't No problem uh, It happens to all of us Alright So that's that 
Yeah. Okay. So let's do ratings then. I really liked this episode. The A plot, I mean, Malika already said it. The A plot, while the A plot was kind of, uh, you know, it left the end, the end left a lot to be desired. Um, I really didn't care that it wasn't that great of an A plot. It wasn't as bad as some of the others. So, uh, and it took us two episodes to get through it. Gay for a continuation. Um, but the, the whole, um, uh, what is it called? Scavenger hunt and Veronica in jail and Cliff and, and Wallace calling, uh, lamb gay and lamb dying. And, and I just thought this was a really, really good episode. I'm going to give it, um, nine and a half out of 10, um, condom balloon animals. (laughs) Um, I, so, like, the, the A-plot wasn't that interesting for me, um, and for a while I was wondering why it had been spread out, and I finally figured that it was because they wanted to pack in all of the other stuff, and at that point it made it a little bit more acceptable. Um, I'm giving it eight and a half boxes of rare coins. All right, well, y'all like this episode way more than I did. I liked the Veronica in jail part and the whole like Logan Parker, Mac, Mac's nameless boyfriend, scavenger hunt scene. But that resolution of the coach's death was just so lame. And I guess I'm going to have to wait and see what like the sort of like fallout over Lamb's death is because I felt weird with the way they sort of like ended it after that, like how it, they went and did other stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so I, I wasn't really crazy about this episode, but It was all right, I guess. So I'm going to give it five and a half out of ten. $50 gift certificates to the Neptune Grand Restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Simone? Um, Well, I really like it. And um, I I mean, you know, the end of Lamb is always heartbreaking, but good. I don't know. (laughs) Again, it's, it's very conflicting. I mean, he's dead now. That's a different kind of Veronica Mars right there. Um... I like Parker and Logan getting closer, and that's hard to say because I ship love, but, you know, there it is. <laughs> Mac is adorable. And you know what? Veronica in jail is, like, <laughs> the most amazing thing in all the world. And Cliff is awesome. And you know what? Good for Sax for shooting the Tando, or whatever the hell that guy's name is. Richard Grieco. <laughs> <laughs> him <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it a a 9 out of 10 porn row hello kitty riding a my little pony thug life tattoos what? Yeah. yeah I couldn't figure it out but it sort of looks like hello kitty riding a my little pony so I'll take it I, I want a tattoo of hello kitty riding a my little pony I will buy that tattoo for you. If that's what what it was or not, I I want that tattoo. I I will I will pay for you to get that tattoo. Okay. <laughs> when we have our big get together weekend, I can do Malika's hair in cornrows. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, I really enjoyed this one. I. Uh, the A plot falls apart a little bit, but Veronica in jail just makes up for all of it. 
So, um, and I also love the C-plot, which I'm sure you're all surprised about because <laughs> I am a love shipper. But I can enjoy the happy, good times with other characters. Um, and we did learn quite a bit about the Dean's death, and I wouldn't necessarily say that Lamb really got a good send-off, but, I don't know, it's, it's shocking and kind of fitting for his character. <laughs> Um, apparently he got a sandwich yeah yeah and uh so i'm actually gonna stick with my rating for last episode because i think i like these two about the same actually um and go with eight out of ten. Oh, uh i i don't have one um eight out of ten basketball players in the trunk <laughs> <laughs> and let's have our contact information. Oh, that's me, isn't it? Yes. I'm terrible at this. <clears throat> you can find us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an MP3 voicemail there. We always appreciate those. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Malika, tonight, too. Um, you can tweet us at investigatemars. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com, Groups Investigating Mars. And we also have a spoiler group, which we will be able to join soon enough. <laughs> um, at facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us an iTunes review if you have not. And thank you for everybody who has. And thank you all for listening. All yes. that good stuff. Awesome. And thank you, Simone, for joining us. Thanks. Yes, thanks for stopping by again. What time yeah. is it in uh, in, uh, in Australia right now? It is 9.20 a.m. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. What? Well, then. <laughs> Good morning to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us changing to daylight savings time actually helped, though, didn't it? Um, I mean, yeah. Did it make it a little bit later? So that you didn't no, have to get up as early? Oh, no, it made it no. the other way? Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I take that fine. back. And I have insomnia, and it works out fine. <laughs> if it was later, I would have probably still been trying to sleep. Uh-huh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so our next episode is called Papa's Cabin. What's it about? <clears throat> Papa's Cabin. They're going to go camping. I was going to say Grizzly Adams is going to be in it. We finally find out that, yes, Veronica has grandparents. (laughs) This is a thing? (laughs) Well, there's never been any mention of them before. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with... uh, Not Grizzly Adams, because that's not... not, He's dead. Um, I'm (laughs) going to go with... <clears throat> that uh, we find out that uh, Dino Delt has, has um, a, a cabin in the woods, and we find uh, Tim the TA hiding there. Is, is the cabin stocked with popcorn and hamburgers? Yes. <laughs> Most likely. Um, also, with a cabin in the woods, maybe it's the papa of the zombie clan. Oh, nice. Hmm. Look at you making a prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I quite liked it, so I thought I'd share. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so we will find out next time if any of you are correct. And until then, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. bye.